Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Sal. I'm joined here with a returning guest. Masa. Yeah. Masa's in the house. Rob. In yeah. case you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Rob. There's yeah. no there's no cruise for right now because I'm trying to I was trying to schedule a bunch of stuff all in one day just to get things rolling because we have not been uploading as you guys know by the time you hear this is probably going to come out in July or something. Yeah, on my social page I was like, you know how now like Instagram has like a little bubble where you can put music and you can leave a little it's almost like a tweet 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 or mm-hmm. whatever. I was like, hey, where, where's all the new podcast episodes, man? <laughs> yeah, no, we have not been yeah. recording uh, Cruz, his wife's pregnant, and then at work, is we work at the school, and the yeah. summer is when it's the heaviest, and then pe- people always wonder, like, what do you guys do in the summer? And it's like, clean, and it's like, but there's no kids and staff, and it's like... It's like exactly, this exactly. is when we do some deep cleaning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And rearranging and prepping. So, yeah, we've just been busy with that. And then when I, I guess should we already introduce so we have somebody on the on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of your buddies, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. Uh, my name real name is Xavier. You can call me Extreme Fanboy. That's my old YouTube channel name. So yeah, I'm here for the podcast today. And I'm looking forward to getting into this today with all the anime because I haven't talked about anime. I haven't talked about anime with anyone in a long time. So I'm diving. Uh, all the way uh, knees in into the into a yacht of anime lovers, anime fans. I'm ready to go full force, all the way in, fairly ready. All right, man, yeah. you're you're, you're energetic. We need that energy right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. First of all, I want to say thank you, thank you so so much for. Uh, literally, I was just driving down over here, and and I just happened to you popped in my head. I gave you a call. And you were down for it, and it, I mean, we were having a little bit of technical difficulty trying to get no, yeah. get you connected because you're on via phone right now, and uh, <laughs> sad. Dude. All it was was a volume button. The volume. <laughs> we didn't ca- go up. Yeah, we called your wife three times, and every time she yeah. sounded concerned. Yeah, like, she didn't answer me at the end, dude. She's like, "That's it." Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's doing a yard sale, so she's like, "No, nah, I'm trying to make some bank right now." You're yeah. Ruined. You're ruining it. So. Yeah, well, that's not my. Uh, I don't have a wife, but yeah, uh, the person label is going to the yard sale. But overall, though, yeah, you're right. First of all, what animes you guys got right now to talk about? Okay, so we're just gonna treat this like if you were here, um, like if okay. you were gonna be a guest, because you are a guest right now. Of course. You know what? What are some things you're looking for in anime? Man, that is a good question. I've been kind of lacking on my anime, but I'll say, of course, you got to have anime substance. You got, of course, you get. You still have to have the big eyes, you know. And not to mention, the thing about anime is which I definitely need to truly be involved in listening and understanding the Japanese sub uh, language without the subtitles. Just understanding that, but I'll say, you know, just the true substance, the true essence, the true, get you say, if anime was a bar, I have to go to the right bar. Not every bar is about alcohol, but I'll probably say for me, anime has to have, of course, the substance, of course, it has to have the big eyes. It has to have definitely the, the movement, the simplicity of showcasing the exact, uh, the, you know, anime, just realism, uh, exacerbated realism, that is truly anime, period. All I can say is anime has to be unapologetically not thinking about anything else other than being what it is. Because anime is oblivious to everything else, so let anime be what it is in that moment. Simple as that. I guess I really can't say much. It has to be obliviously unapologetic So with exaggerated I, movements. So then it's sounding like you like the, uh, the older uh, style of anime where... You know, they used to make people look like people because, you know, like Fist of the North Star, Berserk, uh, you brought up Cowboy Bebop earlier off mic. And, you know, back then they actually tried to make the people look like people. While nowadays, 
then styles really shifted to like more softer edges or just straight up 3D. How does that make you feel? They are good. Right now, as we speak, I'm looking at One Punch Man in dub uh, episode one. I'm sorry, episode four, season one in dub, the One Punch Man. So he's very drawn. Although, unlike other anime characters, he's drawn very simply, but he definitely has, like I said, a 3D look. So One Punch mm-hmm. Man is a good example of that. And, of course, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan definitely never went with the, well, some of it. Like, the females are drawn a little bit softer edge, but I think that's just uh typical when it comes to females and just in life they're always getting you know a little bit softer but um earlier you also brought up how you listen to the sub so would you say that you know japanese well enough to, to just watch the sub or is that your way of trying to to learn the language without you know going to take any classes to begin with, I'm going to have to simply uh, give my own version of that question and not give a simple yes, no, to either one of those just yet. A uh, little spitball question. I'll say this, though. Uh, anime, uh, in terms of Japanese subs, I didn't watch, I didn't listen to too, uh, too much of it, but I'm willing to listen. I'll put it this way. I'm able, just like they say, read the room like a detective. I'm able to read the room. So I can definitely understand the anime in uh, course with the subs. I just have to be able to tolerate it. So, yeah, I would definitely want to learn Japanese in general. I'll, I'll spare this full long explanation and say this. I have plans to read, to understand. And I definitely have plans to actually take some Japanese lessons, but I never went through with it. And mm. not to mention, not that many resources. But in terms of what you said, I'll say, yeah, that's my attempt to learn Japanese without actually learning it. But I still want to take a class eventually. I have a chance to go to actually a Japanese class here uh, here in Salinas. But yeah, anime definitely occur. I can understand everything by looking at the character uh, reactions. But I definitely want to understand the sub. I can understand uh, Spanish language without having to know the language with some words. But some of it, it's just me reading how the assessment of the language is. The point is, I can do a, can do a good reading assessment, like able to read the room, guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you answer your question, yes. Uh, both yes and no, I'm able to learn Japanese without having to take a formal file. So you're right. All right. So then, yeah. obviously, you're more of a sub guy over a dub guy, right? I'm willing to do both. I'm in between. I know solid answer. So I'm in between sub and dub. Sub and dub anime, including Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball GT uh, in dub. Great phrase that. Just the original Dragon Ball in Japanese, because that's all I have, and I prefer it that way. Give it a shot. Did not me. I prefer both. Okay, so I'm, I'm, both, I'm, I'm dabbling more into the, into the sub. But I'll stop talking now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, so. You know, Sal, you're you're the one that that's knowing what's new, what's happening, and then please, you know this guy on the phone that he's you, you were listening to like the '90s anime or the the, the old, and then I, I fan of the old, yeah, fan of the old school 1990s anime. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, and, then, and, and I definitely want. And I'm the one that has like no idea what the hell you guys are talking about right now. The lingo sub and dub. Can you just please like school me on that? Yeah, I'm here to just get schooled. That's what it is. Yeah. So I'm the I'm the newbie that if 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 there's a newbie listening, you know, hopefully I can answer. Yeah, the, sub is just always short for subtitles, and it's just original language with just the English subtitles. Oh, on the so so it's basically saying uh, you rather listen to the original. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's in Japanese and then we're just reading off the sub. Yeah, and then oh, compared okay. to when it's dubbed, you know, it just means that someone took the Japanese language, yeah. replaced it with just English. So just flip, yeah. Okay. And do you th- do you think, do you guys think it's, it's you know, if knowing the language, 
especially that you said you want to learn Japanese, that you're going to get a better sense of how the, the you know, because sometimes you, when you're, you're translating, it's it's a very... Yeah, you lose some yeah. of the, the impact from yeah. the words. And yeah, there's it, some people that would say that if you learn the language, then you understand it a little bit better. But then I also have been told that um, not only do you need to learn the language, but you also kind of have to know how it's being used and what form of it's being used. Yeah, because I know that sometimes they, they'll say like a word and it just has like this mm-hmm. humongous impact meaning like, you know, it's the, the so there's, there's Not almost like, there's almost like a feeling to it, you know, yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah, it, this word is more powerful. It's not just saying hello. It's meaning this, you know, it's like, it's this, mm-hmm. you know, power to you. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, that, that's the beauty of language. So, yeah, I guess that that's probably uh, what's what's missing. Definitely. So, Definitely. so what are some of your favorite animes? Uh, this I came from the '90s, and like I said, so I'll say I'll definitely talk more of the more new uh, new animes after this. But I came from the '90s, so we all know what it was back then. Your cable was your cable, and your cable put limits on everything you did. Uh, my favorite was I like watching would definitely have to be Samurai Troopers Born of Warriors. And Gundams was oblivious to me because the only thing I had was Konami. And like I said, there wasn't that many places I knew to go to find and buy anime toys and uh, shows on, on cassette tapes back in the 90s. But Dragon Force, uh, uh, Samurai Troopers, Warner Warriors, and my top favorite anime that got me into anime, my lo- most lovable anime at the time, and still to the very day I love so much, is Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Samurai Troopers first, Cowboy Bebop. I should put, no, let me phrase that. I'm going to put Cowboy Bebop first. Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Troopers, Ronin Warriors, and of course, Dragon Ball Z, and then, of course, there's Dragon Ball. There's many more animes other than that, though, but those are the most recent ones I can definitely think of. But those also made one of the most biggest impacts. But So everyone else is a 90s kid. Dragon Ball Z got everyone to anime. Even though I did watch Dragon Ball, I loved it with a passion, with a heartbeat. I will say this, though. Uh, for me, Cowboy Bebop truly pushed me into the anime world, which was Cowboy Bebop, before Cowboy Bebop really blew up to what it is now. Yeah. The one the big difference between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and I don't know if you watched Super yet, is... Um, I how, have. I like how Dragon Ball used to just be about martial arts, like, before all the power-ups and the Super Saiyans and the yellings and all that. I, You do kind of miss, you know, going back and actually watching Goku go against Tien, and, you know, clearly Goku would be stronger physically, but Tien's been, you know, practicing and, you know, winning other tournaments, so you kind of miss that compared to nowadays where it's just... No, there's no real. I cannot pronounce it. Choreography? Nope, that's not how you say it. Correct. Realistic fights. You yeah. know, more down to earth. <clears throat> yeah, like, we're... I, was, I, I don't think you. I don't think you should. I don't think you should recorrect yourself. I think you're right. Yeah, it was definitely. Uh, definitely has a choreography edge to it. There we go. It feels like it's an actual actor. It feels like an yeah. actual action. When you like watch... this choreographed the fight scenes, like yeah, exactly. That's the word I was trying to say. Uh, you know, Dragon Ball choreographed. Yeah, Dragon Ball and early Dragon Ball Z, it wasn't about, okay, I'm just stronger than you, I have bigger muscles. It was like, okay, can't beat you, so let me use this technique that I haven't showed anyone else. And, you know, sure enough, okay, it helped me out. And then, you know, back then the power-ups were more or less believable. Like, I know Kaioken didn't come back until near the end of Super. So that was something that was, you know, Goku pulled it out of it, out of his hat out of nowhere in, um, well, not out of nowhere, but... You know, he used it, and you could see that there's repercussions for it. You know, it shortens his, well, it, was, it, it exhausts him more, right? Back in the day, yeah. it would just make him tire faster, so he would get that power boost, but then it's going to take him longer to recover. 
And I that's what yeah, I do but... miss about the older Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball where even Yancha could do something instead of just being a cheerleader in the background now. Out of uh, Goku and Vegeta getting all of it, and a lot of people are just hating and disappointing. And more specifically, we're tired of all the non Saiyan characters, tired of Goku and Vegeta always taking the spotlight. Talk for other characters. All the other, the other Z fighters need to get the spotlight and make sure the Z fighters count again. So we can truly, uh, point is, we need to call them Z fighters again. Once we start calling them Z fighters again, they all get their true capabilities. No more just letting Goku and Vegeta win everything, or every knowledge that Gohan will come every good once in a while to save the day. The humans and the Earthlings and all the other Z fighters need to be able to save the Earth and do something about it. It's time for the other characters to come in and start saving the Earth. Simple as that. Yeah. So what uh what what do you like about Cowboy Bebop? What I like about Cowboy Bebop, first of all, was the first it was definitely the first of its kind to do what it did. First of all, the music. It was just a thrilling, entertaining, very realistic, very human anime. It was in the future. Future was a, definitely a futuristic anime, sci-fi anime, but it was still simply just people like me and you just holding iPhones and trying to do what they can. It had technology, but it was still we us living our lives as everyday people, even though it was it was slightly futuristic, but it was slick. It was fun. It was just all around just slick. I'll put it this way. It's a slick anime. And I've mentioned Cowboy Bebop. They have bounty hunters. Bounty hunting is a thing that not, not a lot of other countries have. But I'll say it was just all around slick anime. Everything down to everything down to the point blank period. And I'll say this. Last thing about Cowboy Bebop. Uh, this is not. This is something. Uh, this is me being extra right now. In fact, it showed African-American slash Black-American culture with the jazz music. But overall, though, it was a mix of a multitude of things. But it was just all around a very good, slick anime that had the appeal that always got your eyes and ears tuning in. Everything about hearing Cowboy Bebop got you into seeing Cowboy Bebop. And everything about hearing Cowboy Bebop got you into listening to it. And that's it. It was slick all around. Definitely would say Cowboy Bebop wasn't my favorite growing up, but I'd like to watch it. Well, and... can I say something about Cowboy Bebop recently? I don't mean to cut you off. No, yeah, go for it. What about the, should we or should we not bring up, me or you, bring up uh, Cowboy Bebop in terms of the most recent situation of it? Should we bring it up or not bring it up? Yeah, you, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we, we've we already did uh, an episode on that, like, probably two years ago was when it came out, right? I think, I think it was, it's been almost two years. Yeah, the, well, yeah, it has been almost two years, but the more recent Cowboy Bebop coming back into our lives. But it's not Cowboy Bebop, me and you know. Also, they, yeah, they, 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 changed, they changed it up pretty drastically the the live action for it see i didn't think it was that bad but a lot of people who were big fans of the show they felt that they uh really backtracked and missed a lot of the points that made cowboy Bebop what it was mm. the only thing i would have to say about that is the it wasn't made for the fans of the show the original anime it was, it was made for people who've never heard of it and they're like netflix is like hey we have the anime on our platform let's make a live action thing double the rewards you know put in money for this one project and it's going to get people to watch the new thing and then check out the old thing if they like the new thing but it really backfired on them where wow. it just got canceled after the first season and i don't think it was anyone's fault like so the creative angle they just they just flopped yeah they they, they, they were trying to hit a, the the younger demographic and they, i think they were just trying to get as many eyes on it as they could and a lot of the old fans didn't like it like i don't think it was super super bad but i but i wouldn't also say it's like it was passable like if you've never seen cowboy beep up mm -hmm. i wouldn't tell you like hey you check that out not like the last of us like if you played the last of us video game and then you watch the tv show you if you watch the tv show you're getting a little bit more context but if you've never played the video game 
I would definitely recommend you just to watch the TV show because you're not really missing much from the game. Oh, okay. Following the anime, it's reverse. You miss out a lot more from the TV show, the live action, than you do from the actual anime. Because there's like little points in the anime that like uh, put more character. They give uh, more life to the characters in the anime than the live action, which mm. you would think they would it'd be reversed because they have the budget and the time to flesh some of these characters out or bring up the character. Exactly. You know. But I know Cruz, he didn't like it at all. Well, last time I was here, I think it was, be- and I, I seen that uh, you and Cruz have a two different, like, uh, like storylines, you know, you're more into uh, the styles, you know, the storylines, how, you know, and, and him is like some, they're more gory. And they, like, mm-hmm. you, and like you mentioned last time, you know, there's anime for whatever, you know, form you want. You know, if one about food, if you like food, there's one about that. If you want action. Yeah, fighting food off. Yeah, so what... what a lot of people remember that, fighting food off, that anime. You remember that one, fighting food off? No, never yeah, seen it. Yeah, it was back on the Warner Brothers days, back when they had four kids TV and teaming. Back when they well, Warner Brothers changed their uh, changed their kid teaming, kid uh, cartoon service. But anyway, sorry, keep going on. Like you said, though, Mafa, like you said, there's plenty of other animes for uh, different types of anything you want. Keep going on. Like you said, so what, what, for, for, for you, what, what type of story, because I was going to get to that, what type of story do you enjoy? Like, like is it... Um... I mean, do you, do you like more action? Do you like more? I, I don't. I don't know how to how to foresee this, but you know what I'm yeah, trying to get. Yeah. Well, at. from what he what um he's been saying is, you can definitely tell that he likes action. Mm. Uh, you know, because all three of them. Well, the Ronin one, I don't know what's it about, but just assuming because it has the word Ronin in it, it's about samurais. But mm. you know, Cowboy Bebop. A lot of people swear that it has a lot of action, but I don't think it's that actiony. But definitely Dragon Ball and the Ronin one sounds like mm. they're action ones. So definitely dudes punching dudes seems like it's <laughs> his his style. Yeah, of course. Not to mention, may say something. Of course, you have Gundams. Gundams are still going strong after all these mm-hmm. years. There, I say Gundam is still going strong. I definitely like action. I like mini Gundams. I haven't watched that many Gundams to begin with, but I can definitely truly understand appreciating growing of the characters. Uh, character growth and conversation that really matters. I can truly like that for growth. Like Naruto. Boruto, I don't think Boruto necessarily needs character growth because he's already doing so well with his overpowered capabilities. I've watched a Boruto, to be honest with you, but what I've seen, the bits and pieces and clips and what I assume, uh, assume I'm definitely a, I'm definitely a private investigator when it comes to realizing things going on in the world. I would definitely say the character growth in general is a big thing I love about anime. The character changing of the guard, just character conversation that grows. I can appreciate the simplicity. And Gundam showed like just people talking and just having a reason for why they had war. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about, but I still heard what they had to say later on, especially not even later on in as I got older, just later on in a few time spans, months of appreciating Gundams as much as I could when I did watch it. But like I said, I didn't watch too many Gundams because that's how it was in my house. But mm-hmm. Sailor Moon definitely gave me character development. But sure, like I said, but now I'm talking more recent anime. But right now, I'll say this right now. I'm going to mention a movie that just came out that's not anime at all. Can I, bring, can I, can I mention that right now? Yeah, Compared go for to it. anime and Gundams. Uh, Beast Wars. Transformers Beast Wars, the show, which I watched. Then, of course, now they have this thing. Actually, now they have the new movie, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I was ready for that since day one. Same. I did watch briefly the. Uh, so thank you. So we're big Transformers Beast Wars fans. Just you know, Transformers Beast Wars is my favorite favorite of all the Transformers. Transformers Beast Wars has something similar, and everything about it was a conversation, character development, it had action, it had a thrilling moment. It's like the shows we had at that time, like uh, 
I'm not gonna mention any, any American shows that keep strict to the anime, but I'll say it had true character development of things changing, the changing of the guard in the original Transformers Beast Wars. And Gundams had the same thing. That's my point. Like Gundams, they had fights. It is just the fact that the character development of knowing the whole hierarchy of the situation and Gundams was original idea. Uh, and Transformers is older than Gundams, but Gundams still has the same thing compared to Transformers. Beast Wars, which is true character development and true character, everything else of the changing of the guard or leveling up of the guard or swifting in a different direction. It's just truly Gundams has the same thing. It simply talks about actual war for an actual reason and why they're having these wars, these two different colonies. So anime like, so Gundams and other anime definitely may realize I have to listen to why they fight each other, why they want to fight each other. You want to hear the conversation during the time of the war and all the other affiliates. So Gundams gave that to me. Character development is what I like about anime. That's what I have to say. My mm, character yeah. anime is character development. There's more animes I could definitely like more than uh, more than action, but character development and story is an amazing part of anime to me. But no particular genre of anime I can talk about. I have not seen horror anime. Yeah, what to say about that? Well, I got a uh, no, I got a question for Sal right here. Now that you're 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 you're, you're bringing all this up and, and you're listening to all the ones that he's bringing up, and he just mm-hmm. mentioned that you 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 want to catch up and. And all the new ones what do you think you can recommend that's new that he's like you know what after hearing this you know you, you should probably want to scope this out or, or listen or watch this um any of them in particular nothing that comes into mind because we have to watch so much stuff like i always forget you know what comes out what season but uh, i know a lot of the ones that have been coming out that um do have kel- um, character development where it's not like extreme extreme, but it's always been like some of the isekais that have been coming out where it's not focusing on, you know, killing the big boss of the world. You know, it's the ones that focus on just the random things like being a pharmacist or being a farmer. Like a lot of the time. So so, so like all the ones that he mentioned on the 90s and early, probably early 2000s, did that style pretty much fade away now? Like is, is it pretty much already like. Yes it, it, and no. Yeah. Um. Like what he was saying about Gundam, like a lot of people when they hear Gundam, they just think of the big robots. And like he pointed yeah, out, what, it, what the hell is Gundam? Still, I'm so embarrassed to ask some of these. I'm like, I'm have hearing. You, have you seen? I am, I am, but I'm just like, have okay. you seen Pacific Rim? Yes, it's essentially yeah. that. Okay, just someone piloting a big ass robot. Even Cruz is the one that pointed it out to me because. I know of Gundam, but I only build the little model kits. So, mm-hmm. like, when you put the little pieces together, that's that's been most of my exposure to Gundams. Cruise is the one that's like, oh, yeah, no, Gundam is not about robots destroying other robots. It's about one faction being like, we're going to go oppress you. And the other faction's like, well, we don't want to do that, so we're going to fight back. And then... So, it's, it's almost like a low-key, like, how government... Yes, yeah. exactly. It's... Yeah. And then depending on the series that you're watching, most of the time it's going to be like, oh, we're the good guys. Look at all the good stuff we do. And then you'll see from the other point of view, it's like, actually, we're the good guys. They're the ones taking over our lands and then, you know, taking our resources for their benefit. And then. So you kind of have compassion for yeah, both, but then you want to. Yeah. Like, so they're, they're both a bad guy, but mm-hmm. it just like in real life, you know. The, the the cons you know the uh the the Spanish when they came to Mexico they thought they were the good guys you know they're mm-hmm. like we gotta educate these people but our people would be like no these guys took over our yeah. land and took our shit yeah so you know both yeah. sides are in the wrong and it's up to you to be like okay well 
you know, these guys are doing it a little so bit where, where's better. That, yeah, that common ground and all that other. Yeah. That's, uh, Two warring factions. Venom's definitely had that. Yeah, and then oh. um, for modern stuff, no, we... A lot of, like, the long-running animes, like, they keep going because, you know, back then there was a push for your story's only two, you know, two chapters long. Well, that sucks. It's doing really well, so you actually got to push it to ten chapters, and then... Oh, wow. It keeps getting stretched out like that, but um, they're starting to cut that back down a Sounds lot. Sounds like how the soap opera, like yeah, yeah, like really like a soap opera. Like uh, I, I, the only one I can think of, like that's probably still going. I don't know, Days of Our Lives or something that they just they just yep, continue yeah, exactly and, going on, and only because I guess yeah, you just have yeah. fans and it's still there, so. So, no, like Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is fairly short. Like the the person who made it. I need she, to watch that one. She, I think there's only like 23 volumes. So I think it took her maybe, I'm not 100% sure, but I want to say it took her maybe like 10 years, maybe mid, less than that to finish up her story. Mm-hmm. And it's doing so well that she's not the one that like started it, but it's definitely like catching on where it's like, no, we're this... Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man only ran for so long, and then it's like, okay, that's the first part, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna move on to the next part, where like Naruto, that that lasted forever. You know, One Piece, that's still going on. That's the one that I enjoy the most, and that's it's 20, still going on. It's twenty three years now. Oh, mm-hmm. dang. Bleach is also one that was lasting a really long time, and then just it, the push for longer content, stretching out the content isn't there no more. But for whatever reason, Baruto is is doing a bunch of that, where it's just stretching it out for whatever reason. Oh, so well, twi- I can I can see if you, I can definitely understand what he's saying. Facts oh, okay. and everything else he said, simple as that. And plus, I'm not mentioning two things I'm mentioning right now about two anime. Going back, I'm gonna go back to Cabo Bebop. Did you know this? I actually called a comic book store and actually said this about Cabo Bebop. Uh, to all you anime fans, you all know this, old and new. Every single anime was a comic book. Aka, well, my, I'm gonna say this right. Who am I kidding? Every anime, spray spray that. Every anime was a uh, was a uh, was a manga first. Uh, but Cowboy Bebop was the only one that never had a manga first. They made a manga afterwards. But the com- the guy at the comic book store, they actually it bombed and it failed. The manga that was created after the show, it did terrible. Which I think someone should try to do it again and give it a shot. To be honest with you, you think someone should give it a shot again to make another manga? Make the manga for Cowboy Bebop and make sure this time the marketing is right there to list to know about its existence. You think so? Yeah, I didn't, you know that? Uh, no, I didn't know that Cabo Bipa had a manga, but there's some newer animes that are coming out that uh, some of the newer studios aren't doing the thing where they're just copying from a book. They're doing a thing where it's like, here, here's the anime, like, and if you like, like the Cabo anime, yeah. then, we, then we make it into a book. Yeah, then it's like, okay, well, you like this property, or season one, well, while we're working on season two, here's here's a movie to hold you over. Oh, do you want more? Well, now check out the 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 manga that accompanies it because i uh damn the one of the few times i watched chris was here there was an anime that uh, i think it's called no i don't think it's a licorice recoil but there's one where they did the anime and it's like okay, if you like the anime we'll come out with the manga and if you like the manga then we'll come out with season two mm-hmm. and there's a couple of studios that are doing that where the anime's first and it's like there's where there's nothing to back this up and then we'll do you know the background stuff and then there's other ones like um I think it was called the girl from the other side where it started off as a as a like a kickstarter manga i believe and then it got adapted into an anime wow yeah it's marketing 
<laughs> yeah, essentially. Uh, or, or if they'll do like, okay, here's here's a an anime gotcha game, mm-hmm. and a gotcha is like the ones where you spend twenty dollars to have a chance to get that girl, mm-hmm. and you you know you might not get the girl, but you spend your twenty dollars. Some of them are doing it where. Okay, if this if this uh, game does really well, then we'll make an anime from it, or vice versa, where it's the anime first, mm. and then they turn it into a game. Yeah, and a lot of the times when they turn a game into an anime, typically does real bad. Like it's very very mid mm-hmm. for the fact that the game has so many like starting characters and they're the main characters, but because it's a game and they want you to spend money, how oh. are you gonna give everyone a chance? Where it's like. This girl with the cowboy boots and the big boobies is my favorite, but you know if she's not a fan favorite, everyone's like, oh, actually, this other girl who looks like a turtle is my favorite. And then they'll <laughs> focus more on this turtle girl yeah. than the cowboy girl. And they charge you for a little extra mm-hmm. stuff. And so for sure. here, here's here's another. I you know what? I've never felt so embarrassed <laughs> in a podcast environment. <laughs> Can you explain more on the manga thing? What what exactly is that? <laughs> like I, I'm I'm totally new. You got me. I'm hearing manga, but is is a, a sidekick? Is that what I'm getting at? Like, no, like it's it, just Japanese comics. comic books. Japanese comic books or Japanese. Oh, uh, just oh mm-hmm. my god! I'm pretty sure your kid yes, has brought yes, some of them yes, home. Yes, yes, okay. So just other words, making yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so in other words, uh, yes. kind of which I bought. Also, so you now you can buy uh, every anime character. Now, like you said, that's the more newer anime mm-hmm. where you can make the anime, then the book will come out. But now, here's the thing, though: every manga that ever came out, at least probably, I'm, I'm a '90s kid. I don't know when it started happening. But all I can say so. Does 90s, manga mean comic? Anime, it just means comic. It's, yep, it's just, just like Japanese animes, or... cartoons. Oh, okay. This, yeah. This oh, by the way, exactly how like. do you how how do you supposed to really say anime in Japan? I think it's just anime. Uh, anime. Anime. No, not anime. <laughs> anime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That no, I did anime. learn. Oh, yeah. Anime. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so but also, yeah, but uh, yeah, I need to catch you off, but I'll say this right now. I'll say this, uh, I'll bring, which, by the way, every single one, uh, Dragon Ball was actually originally a manga. The story of Dragon Ball, the creator of Dragon Ball, shout out to Kira Toriyama, he is the creator of Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball was originally, it, it was a manga first. He drew, he hand drew himself, then it turned into the show. He runs everything. Now, he ran everything for Dragon Ball since the very get-go up until now. There are only three, co- only three people holding the right to Dragon Ball. That's Toho Animation, Fuji Animation, and another company. But overall, though, he created the anime from scratch. And what, made him, what made him what he is now, uh, he got publicized in a, in a manga magazine that made him well-known. Ever since then, he made every single Dragon Ball episode and ran every single episode, Dragon Ball episode. He runs the rights to everything. Unlike people who create their own artwork and the characters become mainstream, they lose all the rights. He still owns the rights to all the characters. He directs every single, everything Dragon Ball to this day in Japan, Akira Toriyama. So every anime at the 90s was a manga. Digimon? I don't know about Digimon, though. I never watched. It. I never read the Digimon manga, but uh, please correct me. Was there ever a Digimon manga? Please yeah, me. yeah, there is a Digimon manga, just like how there's a Yu-Gi-Oh. The one in the 90s, not the one now. I'm not too sure about now. Probably. Hmm. I mean, there's a Pokemon, a Pokemon manga. There, yeah, there's a Pokemon yeah. manga. I looked it up. Pokemon finally ended after tw- oh, not 25 years, after 25 plus years. That's an exaggeration of an unaccurate, uh, unequivocally number, but. Uh, 
Uh, but Pokemon finally ended after 25 plus years, and Ash finally started aging. Yeah, I say. Uh, no, he he definitely he definitely grew. His voice definitely dropped. He definitely dropped his voice. His voice definitely got deeper, Ash, right now. But it finally ended after all these years. It took what twenty after twenty five plus years and so many. Wait, how many episodes did Pokemon have from the nineties up until now? I have no clue. A lot. People lost track. Yeah, because it's in America it's, at least. It's essentially for each generation of game. There's been like a season for it. So you have you know red, blue, crystal, fucking Pearl, ruby, water, fire, yeah, ruby. Yeah. So it's been going on for a while. I know it's. I I want to say the anime started what in like 1997, right? I think so. Yeah, in the mid 90s, and uh, yeah, 1995. What gave birth to Pokemon was actually in. It was born in America. It was born in Japan, and the show was on TV in Japan earlier than it was in America. Probably I think you know probably five, probably back in the early 90s, just before it reached America. But so we've been watching a lot longer than we have. But now we're definitely. At this moment, uh, when Pokemon was going on in the 90s and the 2000s, and past the 2000s, it was going on for the same amount of time, just slightly longer in Japan. Pokemon was originally a game on the Nintendo Game Boy, then turned the, uh, the game gave birth to the anime, but the anime was not completely accurate. But now, Pokemon, this brief, uh, story, this animated, that one of the animated show they made, the more recent one back in 2015, before 2015, now it's actually based off the actual video game, which is though Pokemon Red and Blue. That's mm-hmm. how it was back then. Yeah, the same way. But with, I never knew that. Um, um, Yu-Gi-Oh was a manga mm-hmm. first before it became about cards. It was just the dude just sending people to hell, and then after that, like it's not after, around. yeah, and then after uh, you know they started introducing the cards. Then uh, was it Konami that owns Yu-Gi-Oh? Was like, hey, people are willing to buy these cards. All right, let's start selling cards. If you're enjoying the show so far, consider joining the community on Patreon. Patreon community members get access to episodes earlier and uncut. Members also get access to videos ahead of their release, Patreon-exclusive bonus shows, and special roles in our Discord community, where they can suggest upcoming content and join the conversation after each episode airs. And of course, we'd love to shout you out with our other patrons on the show. And if you can't support the show on Patreon, no worries. Just leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and maybe write a few kind words. Spreading the word on social media is also a big help. Now, back to the show. So the extreme fanboy here doing my extreme fanboy duty. <laughs> but uh, no disrespect to you, Mafa, but I have something to say. Now we'll mention more recent animes. Am I, do we get the chance to talk about Yasuke and Afro, the Posse Afro Samurai? Yeah, as long as you uh, are going to say that Yasuke was uh, historically accurate. Of course I am. You know, okay, you Japan guys can tell. mechs and all of that, right? Yes. Well, Japan is very accurate to still doing the same cliche story of repeating the same thing. Like the Wild West. The clues of Wild West movies, have, which have been said in Wild West shows, which are not so much shown nowadays, but to the record, uh, I'm going to bring up, I'm, guess I might bring up Wild West and also this new show, uh, this new show that came out in America on Paramount slash Spike TV. Yasuke is an original historical character that is based off a of real-life African samurai, either from Ethiopia or Somalia. And he was a tall person. But the anime was actually an American-made anime. And for the record, for all you guys who couldn't tell, for the ones who could hear it and did hear it a little bit at the time, I am half-black myself. I'm Afro-German, so I'll leave it alone for the German part. But I, of course, I love the fact that he's a real-life person. I love uh, the fact that he have a person who looks like him. Anime is one of the few uh, times that you show people of a different race. 
ludicrous mm-hmm. ideas of people who are different race invisible the idea of considering what could happen with that character who was the first time ever like in the Looney Tunes day the person of that race the person of this race not just for African-American even for Asian people Native Americans and probably even Indians which are Asian themselves of course not to mention Latinos once again Yasuke was a real life tall African samurai who actually did exist yeah. Ch- uh, funny note Shadow Bozeman was actually supposed to play him before he passed away which really? I predicted he was actually going to die yeah but it was a fact Shadow Bozeman was supposed to play him I knew about Yasuke long before, actually five plus years before Black Panther came out in theater. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. the boat. Either way, he got there an accident. Most likely, he got, he got there an accident. That's one thing for a fact. Either I'm, by I'm, looking it, I'm looking it up, and I'm like, I'm very surprised they haven't... Have they made a movie out of this? No, that's what he was saying, that yeah, yeah, um, Chad... Uh, oh, they were, they were attacking? That, yeah, that he was going to be uh, Yasuke. Uh, my only complaint about the the anime is they were like this is a hundred percent accurate, and then the the if you go to Netflix and you start it, the very first thing you see is not an African American samurai; it's fucking mechs and wizards. Like the- like that was the part that that threw me, Cruz, and uh, our other friend right. Adrian. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that threw us all completely off because Cruz was the one that was hyping me and Adrian up to. He's like, "Yo, they're finally making a Yasuke movie." This guy, he was like, he is the John Wick of uh, of samurai. He was like, this guy did so much badass shit. He did, he killed so many people. He and he lives. So then we went to go watch the anime right off the bat. It's just like they show off big ass oh, mechs so, yeah. and like wizards and magic and shape shifting bear women. Robots and mech suits. Yeah. Like that was the only, that, like we laughed because again, Cruz was like being like, oh, bro, this is going to be so, this is gonna be so good, bro. He's just like John Wick. He just doesn't die. And sure enough, when you take away the, the, hold on. But yeah, I'm I'm looking him up. One 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 thing that they're saying that he he was actually uh, going with the uh, what is it uh, like Christian missionaries for yeah. So he was just kind of I don't know getting a free ride or something. Didn't land it there. Yeah, but he was definitely most likely a slave, or he got there an accident. Mm-hmm. Slavery is most likely. But he was simply a tall, plain simple, like any other person. He mm-hmm. was a tall black guy. People in Japan, when they okay, first no, saw Yasuke, no. he was a true celebrity. The moment okay. they laid her, uh, he was like a carnival circus right. entertainment, like the woman with the mustache or the woman like, uh, or a woman with face tattoos was actually seen as a carnival freak at the Coney Island in New York City. So he was like that. Everyone would literally run and jump over and break into buildings to go see Yasuke because he was tall and he was black. People actually thought his skin was dirty. Yeah. In the anime, they actually tried to wipe off his skin, but actually that wasn't his skin. He wasn't dirty. That's not who he was. And plus, he was yeah. super duper tall. So he is not only bridging the gap, in my opinion, for African-Americans slash black Americans to African-Africans or black Africans, but he's a true historical figure for us to simply represent the culture. If you are doing modern-day Bushido, Bushido is the code of a samurai. It's not the fighting art of samurai, the different forms of being a samurai. But also, so being a samurai, if you're, an, if you're a modern-day person of the African diaspora or black skin color, make it one word, one simple, he is representation, and you feel you finally have a place of an actual historical black samurai. So all the African-Americans, including me, have the feel that you have a Yasuke. Sure there's black Yasukes all over the world now who look like me and Yasuke, period. Yeah, the Yasuke anime, did, did it do... It did it a little kind of shitty, adding the the magic and the mechs into it, and again the shape shifting bear lady. But other than that, like from what Cruz was saying, and a little bit that I saw afterwards when the the anime came out, 
Yeah, he was the anime does get pretty damn close where he got picked up. Yeah, yeah, like he said, like when he got there, people thought that he was just really, really dirty. So they were like scrubbing and scrubbing, and they're like, "No, like, dude, it's his skin." <laughs> yeah, because I guess a Japanese person never seen a dark yeah man before. But in um, life, yeah, and then um, just like in the anime, there's a certain point where we don't know what happened to him. He like goes missing for I think it's three to five years or something like that, and then he pops back up, and then it's like, "What's up, guys? I'm back." And he's like more stronger, or like like no. more, or, or he just he just went missing. Then we like I guess like there's documents of you know oh this being is that, real yeah like for real oh. life like he just went off the record for a bit and then he came back and then yeah there isn't really much um, Hispanic representation in anime you know there's some Hispanic characters but I know the the closest thing that there is for uh, uh, Mexican people is uh, the anime that came out a couple years ago, Aqua Equinox. I don't know if you guys watched it. I heard about it. Yeah, that was about Meso-American, um, not, not American, Meso-Native uh, Americans. And uh, that one that one wasn't that good. I, I feel like it's it's hard to do good representation of a of another person's culture unless you have them there and there there there's a fine line between like doing it right and then you know of course kind of like going into the stereotypes for it because i feel like that's like the hardest thing for if they did a yasuke live action like who would you get to to play yasuke because you're gonna you're gonna need like someone who can is physically you know capable of doing all the stuff that he can't that he was able to do but then you're also going to have to have someone who, you know, can pull it off because, you know, there's some people who might be able to to, to, to look the part. But then if they're not really like bringing it, you know, and because the they've been talking about remaking Blade for the longest time, but they 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 can't find anyone to to fit the part of Blade. Well, they do now. They finally got a character after uh, I'm talking about Alita Battling. And yes. I think I don't Yeah, but. The, uh, the main villain in the later battle in the live action movie, the guy who played the bad guy in that movie, he now uh, who also played the bad guy, he played Cottonmouth in the Marvel uh, show, Luke Cage. He is uh, he's gonna play Blade now after all these years. It's been revealed in the fate in the next phase of Marvel at the Comic Con. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, because I know for the longest, um, I always forget his name, but the the original guy who did Blade, he's like. like yeah, like I I heard that uh like halfway through was it Blade two and then Blade three he wasn't even really in the movie they just still had his you know likeness in there because I guess he was too busy doing other stuff that he wasn't actually playing the part that it was like the stunt doubles and whatnot. I see your point. Yeah, so I mean that that'd be cool. I'd be interested in watching a a Yasuke live action as long as they don't bring in the mechs and the wizards because that was the only that was the only part that like threw off the anime for me real bad is just like why did you have to add that like you didn't need that to make the story interesting because it's already interesting as it is did they did they keep keep it like you know yeah they, they, they still okay yeah like even throughout the the, the show because it, it's i think it's only like four or five episodes long it's not a very long mm. uh show like it starts off with mechs and wizards, and it's still there till the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, they keep that. Then again, they had a second black person, actually from Africa. Yeah. Who was almost as tall as Yasuke, but not necessarily as menacing. Of course, he's a villain. What's your opinion? What do you think about that one villain? But overall, the villain for hire, 
he was actually actually uh no he does African magic. He actually has these mm-hmm. African that turn actually these real accurate African West African warriors that come to life with his spiritual magic that he does, slash voodoo magic. Yeah. Uh, which I'll say this though, voodoo has never been on that level where they can manifest like you see in other forms of magic. Even of course, I don't know much about uh magic girls anime other than Sailor Moon, but at the comic book convention there was actually an anime expert at the scenes at Comic Con talking about this. Magic Girl specific with his own panel, but never has Voodoo been shown in this way of light where they actually have the manifesting stuff so quickly and easily, not even in America. Yeah, so I like that part with that, uh, the Voodoo slash shaman, shaman actually making these uh, West African Nigerian warriors uh, manifest and come to life with the, uh, no, these warriors that come to life uh, when he when he moves his hand and holds his little totem pieces in his hand. Uh, typ- uh, typical magical stuff, which I don't... Uh, have you, do you have more experience with Japanese and Magic Girl? Because I don't have as much experience with that. Do you? Um, I yeah, I can't recall of anywhere. Uh, I think the closest thing that I would see that I would say is similar to that kind of magic where it's like uh, where it's a shaman and voodoo. And I wouldn't really say it's similar. It's just in the, in the regard that it's like the same thing. But uh, Goblin Slayer, the, the big dragon guy that joins the team. Like, he's supposed to be, I think he's a shaman. I don't think he's a paladin, but there are times where he, like, throws out his little, like, minions. They're, I think they're, like, pieces of his bone, like, his tailbone that he can summon out. But I wouldn't, I can't think of any animes where magic is, like, you know, oh, let me, let me go get some bones of this and let me mix it with some, you know, blood of that. Like, what you typically think of when it comes to voodoo, most of the time it's just, like, you know... You say a spell or you, or not a spell, like an incantation, and then that's it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Invisible magic that you can't see where stuff happens, which, yeah, but, uh, but what about, uh, what about, uh, what about magic in general? Are you, are, what about this uh, magic girls in anime slash magic anime? I've seen a few of them, but probably not on the level you probably have or any other anime fan who's a more a magic girl fan. What about, what about magic girls? Are you big, have you watched those a lot? No. Magic no. Anime? no, I, I can't recall watching. I mean, I'm pretty sure me and, like we have for the show, but I none of them are popping into head to my mind other than Sailor Moon. Like you're talking about like the transformation girls. Or are you talking about like just straight up magical girls? Magic girls and no, I'm actually trying to roll talk about. Wait, friends, I'm trying to talk about just don't. We'll talk about magic girl first. But I'm try, uh, trying to get to the point of talking about uh, just you educating me. I'm hoping you would actually talk about just magic anime in general. But magic girls, yes, in general. Not just where they transform, but just magic girls in general. We'll start with magic. We'll start with magic girls. Magic girls. My first magic girl experience was Sailor Moon. Yeah, because um, see, when, when you're saying that, like, like are they not the transforming right? Like they they are like wizards or witches, stuff like that, right? Sometimes. Yeah, doing their magic twenty four seven. Of course, uh, there are like you know medieval slash you know uh, fantasy uh, uh, fantasy you know anime where they have you know wizards and doing stuff like that. Anime definitely does have that. I definitely seen magical anime with wizards and witches and stuff like that and warlocks. There was this one anime actually. Uh, actually, you remember uh, Warner Brothers? They had the show. Remember uh, when they had Animaniacs? They had a new. Uh, they had a new animated. Uh, they had a new kids show. A new kid network on Warner Brothers called uh, w- Kids WB. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. They had a couple animes. I never watched one, but they actually had a magical girl anime with this book. And this book got open. All these creatures got unleashed outside of the book and had the guardian of the book. Have you watched the anime? I discovered the anime just recently. Uh, what was the name? It I don't sounds- know the name of it at all. It sounds familiar, but no, I, I do not recall the name. 
But I, yeah, but I will definitely say this though. I recommend you watch it, but I will say this though. It definitely was, you know, of course. I never knew that anime existed. And plus, yes, there's some things on uh, uh, WB Kids I never watched. This is back when Smallville was, Smallville was no longer a new thing, but it was still relatively new. But it didn't feel new. But I'll give you my point. This is back in the Smallville days, back when, uh, just, just before Warner Brothers changed into CW, as we know it. Yeah. But overall, though, yeah, but there was anime shown. But Pokemon, go back to Pokemon. Pokemon, a lot of people don't know this. Well, I, well, I have to say this now. Pokemon got bought out by different networks, and it kept changing over and over again. They went back to Cartoon Network, most likely. But I don't know when the final episode of Pokemon uh, ended. I have my good theory and prediction, but I'm not going to say anything I'm not prepared to think about thoroughly and understand all the way. But all I'll say this, though, Pokemon had so many, not like I already told you, they had went beyond 25 plus years, and Pokemon had... Well, from so many different TV networks. That's what. That's why it was so hard for people to watch it. They went back to Cartoon Network most of the time. Did you watch every single Pokemon season for every single time they switched up to the very end, or did you watch just a few seasons for a few years? No, I, I only watched Pokemon. Hmm? I only watched the first two seasons when when I think I stopped watching when Tristan replaced Brock, and then mm. I would I would see a couple of episodes here and there. Like, um, like I watched the finale, you know, where Ash finally won. And then I think I've seen a couple of episodes when they're in the, the Aloan region, the Hawaii region. But no, I was not a, an avid Pokemon watcher. I was, but I stopped at one point when Pokemon went to WB Kids, aka Warner Brothers. Then, uh, then there was a, it kept switching, but I had the chance to watch it again. But I was like, no, nope, I didn't watch it. I put the channel when I saw it on Cartoon Network a while back, but I just, didn't watch it after that. And plus, Pokemon changed their voice actors not once but twice. They changed the two different voice actors. Uh, but Pokemon, I walked it up into the Pokemon Johto region, and that's when Misty got replaced by this new uh, water trainer, uh, po- Pokemon trainer. That's about it. That's the, uh, that was it. After that, I stopped watching Pokemon after that. Yeah. Now, I was just going to say, do you have um, any final things you want to say so we can start wrapping it up? Yeah, for sure, man. For the record, if I over-dominate the conversation, that's my fault. She gave, no, no, no. Heck no, you, no, you, you're you, came, you came to save the day. What yeah, are you talking dude. about? You're the guest oh, here. No. You did good, yeah, man. Is, you're, you're, you're the guest, remember? Oh, I appreciate it, man. We'll, just, well, we'll see what happens in the future. I hope we're coming to you guys, uh, coming to meet you guys in person at the studio. But until then, one of my final thoughts. I'm going to sit here quick. I have this to say. Uh, Afro Samurai was actually came from uh, the, the creator who was Japanese. What's his name? The creator of Afro Samurai. It was a manga first, which had um, a short had a short run on um, manga form. What was his name? The I creator have... of Afro. Takashi Akazaki. Yeah, Takashi Akazaki. Uh, no, the real life Takashi. The real life. Uh, the real life Takashi Sensei. He has an anime name. So man, this guy's definitely part of him. This guy has a cool existence of a franchise. He definitely is a. The guy definitely is a brand. So let me get back to the point about the creator of uh, Afro Samurai. He actually loved African-American culture. He based off Afro, of course, in the 1970s, the black exploitation era. Yep. Of course, you had, you know, just other things he put into it, mixing the two together for Afro Samurai, music to uh, to the 1970s. Look, he mixed things together. He didn't focus on one specific aspect of African-American culture when he created Afro Samurai. He just created Afro with almost simply a random thing he put together from African-American culture. He wasn't necessarily even up to date with, or at least... That's my. That's what you would think for how he put things together. But he definitely loved African American culture. But also, uh, Afro Samurai did not come from Yasuke, but there are similarities. But now there's another black character in anime. What do you yeah. say to you right now? 
what, uh, what you, you there's something you said earlier about uh, Hispanic slash Mexicans representation anime. You said there was that one anime that you saw. You just mentioned what was it called again? Uh, Aqua Equinox. Aqua Equinox. Yeah, I need to watch the anime. And and I'm very uh, I'm very uh, surprised because I know Mexico is like a very they're big, they're big humongous and Dragon like, Ball Z fans. Yeah. Oh, like Dragon Ball. Yeah. Yeah. They got yeah, they got they got in trouble because. I guess in some country or not country, some cities. I guess there were so many people fans of Dragon Ball Z that when a new episode would come out, they would just project it, and then Japan heard about it, and they're like, "You can't do that. All those people are watching oh, it for free. Paid. You got to pay." Oh. <laughs> and Mexico's like, "We will not do that again. Next week they do it again." <laughs> and then Mexico's also, yeah, and then Mexico's always like, you know, they have. The knockoffs and then the real versions of like the the mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z like merchandise there, selling it for pesos and they're like I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, whatever it's trending. They're gonna, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna sell. Yeah, yeah you're right about that though. Mexico definitely loves anime and Dragon Ball Z has to be their best and most loving anime of all time. I saw what he said is true. I actually saw people actually running having these giant theaters uh, projections out in public out in the streets of. Showing Dragon Ball, it's it, it not even movies. This is just a show mm-hmm. of Dragon Ball Super. Mexico definitely loves it. Yeah, but I'm gonna say something about like you said about representation. What uh, Aqua Equinox? There's actually other repres- post representation, and this is kind of very much an oblivious thing. And for the record, I'm gonna mention. I've been mentioning non-anime stuff, but next time I'm gonna watch more anime stuff. But I'll, I'm gonna mention more recent anime after this, but including Demon Slayer. But here's my point. Literally, the closest you have to representation in anime. Is uh is actually realistically actually real? It's actually this, and mistakenly this, obliviously. It's actually no offense to you, but it's actually representation of the Native Americans in video games and anime, especially in video games. You see them a lot more. Usually, like one or one anime character, one video character who's actually Native American, or sometimes even two, like in Tekken. Yeah. Something you said earlier, like, uh, but overall, my point is, if you're talking about Native Americans. You're talking about everything that is indigenous to this land, including not just Native Americans in USA. You're talking also about the, I, I, I almost said, I almost said the Canadian, uh, the Canadian natives or Aboriginal natives of Canada, but also this. They actually have a, uh, but Mexicans are late to Native Americans. That's a fact. You guys used to run California and uh, all the other, uh, all the other West Coast states, including Arizona and Texas. Period. So you guys are, you know, Texas is down south. It's the point. You guys are representation through Native Americans, and not mentioned. Thinking there's more video game characters who show Mexican people. Especially in RPGs, would you say that? Uh, would you say that's a fact in your experience? That is a more accurate fact. More, uh, more video, more Mexican characters in actual Mexican video games in Japan. I'm not too sure. I can't think of any like straight up Hispanic characters in video. I know there's some in Street Fighter and Tekken, and then even yeah, um, Luchador. yeah, and then even King is no, no King. King's just a wrestler. And it wasn't a luchador, but I'm yeah I'm not too sure. I that's the thing about people they get really upset with Japanese games whenever they make games like Final Fantasy uh, for the newest DLC for the MMO, massive multiplayer uh, online game. Mm-hmm. They were getting upset that there's too many white people, and the director was like, okay, and it's a fantasy world, and it's like okay, but where's the representation? And it's like you can have it in your game if you want. And it's not that he was being racist. It's just like they see themselves as white. You know, they're making games for themselves. We just end up buying it. So mm-hmm. why would you get upset if they're not, you know, you don't see a brown person in there where it's just like, okay, well, this isn't taking 
setting in your area but there are some like a lot of people were trying to say that final fantasy just full of white people but in final fantasy 13 i believe um there's an african-american you meet right off the bat i forget his name but the same with um fran in final fantasy 12 she's just this really really tall athletic dark-skinned bunny woman and it's just like no there is colored people in the final fantasy games there's just you know they're japanese they don't think of it like that to them everyone is below them if they're not japanese like that was the thing about yasuke is oh wow they they acknowledged him as a samurai but they wouldn't straight up kill him because it's beneath them to kill someone who isn't japanese like it, it's almost samurai a, yeah so there was like oh well, we're not gonna kill you because you know essentially we'd be you know, killing a pig with this sword, you know, you're going to, you're going to destroy the sword's value because <laughs> the color of your skin. And like, that's how just the Japanese people are though. Like, and it's always so funny to me. Like if you're not Japanese, you're beneath them. And wow. it's just, that's just how they think. It's a very fury. Damn. There is, I guarantee there, oh, there's always something that people miss. I guarantee there is an Hispanic character, Mexican character in anime and other Hispanic characters. We were like one-time cameo side characters or just no-nonsense, just extra background characters who are Mexican. Plus, there's yeah. representation, a lot of uh, a lot of RPGs of Mexican characters, like with the sombreros. They have a lot of anime characters that you go to Mexican villages and cantinas and drink fictional beer and have people like say wear the sombreros and the ponchos in RPGs as well as anime. I guarantee there's always something that we miss. I guarantee there's other anime characters that are Mexican slash Hispanic. But like you said, they don't see anyone as anything else. All they see them as just people with their own culture. Just Japanese people who happen to look a certain way. I, I honestly, I think they they're just dropping the ball on on a demographic that they they. And uh, I almost feel that uh, it, it like I'm, I'm thinking because I'm, I'm in a business perspective. If, if bring on somebody you know a, a different race it, within a show, if it picks up you know it picks up uh you know popularity if that that character itself pick up popularity and then you just make like a little spin-off or something like that i don't know but um but anyways yeah, yeah i yeah, got it time's up you have to go mm-hmm. but i'll just say this for now overall more representation for mexican and hispanic and anime overall mm-hmm. but that's it for now all right oh, yeah cool. thanks for for joining us and, and uh, uh and, and, out. and start and start uh start start catching up man Start catching up. I definitely will. That way, that... Player, Attack on Titan, and every other new animes, of course. I definitely be watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventures every now and then. But uh, Demon Slayer, I got to start with Demon Slayer, a One Punch Man, and everything else. Have a well, good day. Well, boy, out with the wind. All right, late. All right. That that's it for the episode. That is it. <laughs> Thanks, Rob, for coming on. No problem, man. No All problem. Right. That's it. Bye. Late. See ya.